Day three of the six days of Turners is Avery talking to us about her experience of Turners. So, see you in a few seconds. Hi everyone, welcome back. So, this week we have Avery with us. Hi Avery. Hi, hello. How are you today? I'm doing well. Good, good. So, thank you for joining us all the way from America. Yes, hello everybody on the West End. <laughs> um, so, I want to ask you a few things about Turners, if that's okay. Of course, let's do it. What's your relationship to Turner Syndrome? My relationship with Turner's, um, I'm 17 and I was diagnosed with Turner syndrome when I, before I was even born. I think my mom was about five months pregnant with me and they were doing a scan uh, and uh, they found out that I had Turner syndrome. I think like Hannah said that they thought, honestly, they thought I had Down syndrome at first. And then they're like, nope, I had Turner syndrome. And um, they told my mom I wasn't going to live and uh, that I was going to be like a vegetable and wasn't going to be able to live a normal life. Which, uh, you know, had to be traumatizing for her, and I can only imagine that. But, um, yeah, uh, I've been trying to use Turner Syndrome as, like, a way to, um, I don't know, normalize being different. Because being different is so important, and if everyone was the same, this world would be so boring. But mm -hmm. Turner Syndrome has been a way for me, at least, to, like, normalize that being different is fun. Being different is cool. And, you know, I've been underestimated a lot throughout my life because of how tiny I am, which I'm pretty sure we'll talk about later. But uh, yeah, Turner Syndrome is, I've had a really weird relationship because I really tried to own everything about it, but it hasn't always been very easy for me to do so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how you said about being different because everyone is so different. Yeah. But it's just like at school, I always felt different. Like, oh yeah. Before I could comprehend Turner Syndrome. Mm -hmm. And then once I had that name, it was like, wow, yeah, okay. So yeah, and it's like, actually different, like in a good way. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, because I think I, I love Hannah, the, I listened to Hannah's episode, uh, and she talked about like, how no one's ever heard of it before. And it's like, you know, it's kind of an icebreaker, because you know, when people like, comment on how short you are, because I get it so often, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm short. So it's like most people's go-to, but um, yeah, but being different is cool. And everyone who listens to it, need this needs to know that being different is amazing and own everything about you, even the parts you don't like. Because I know it's hard, it can be hard, but yeah. yeah so. Exactly, yeah, yeah. What's your most challenging experience of Turner's been for you? You know, I think just a lot of physical things that I have gone through, like again, being really tiny, I'm trying to love being really tiny, but at the same time, it's like, you know, people make jokes and people will say things. I was bullied a lot throughout school because I wasn't tall like everybody else. Everyone was like passing five foot and I'm still over here like less than four, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, Hannah talked about infertility and these different challenges that I have to, you know, go through. But, you know, I think they're great blessings as well because, again, they make you different and they give you something to like advocate for and um really like 
I don't know, find something unique about you because not everybody has those things. Um, but yeah, just a lot of physical stuff that I've had to go through and some comments that have been said, you know, people underestimating my powers just because I am tinier than them and people underestimating how smart I am and all these different things that people don't think I can do, I can do just fine. And I prove them wrong every time. You know, I always, my people have told me that I've proved people wrong since day one because people didn't think I was going to, doctors didn't think I was going to live. And here I am 17 years later, I'm trying to do my best to change the world in any way I can. Yeah. Anyway. I Good on you. It's really interesting that, isn't it, that you said about um, people not thinking you're like smart because you're tiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How people have like a preconception of oh, yes. and maturity based on height. Yeah, because, you know, like, I'm a very outgoing and bubbly person. I talk to people. I don't, I don't mind talking to anybody. Um, and, you know, most of my family isn't really like that. So they usually like rely on me to like, you know, greet people at parties or like go do these things. And it's like, you know, lots of people have in my life have, um, like you said, preconceived notions. They've, you know, judged a book, but judged a book before they read it. And I, I love to live by the quote, don't judge a book by its cover because you don't know the book, you don't know the story of them. So it's important to like always get to know somebody before you judge them on based on like their appearances. Mm, exactly. What's your most positive experience of turning being? My most positive experience, I think, is the connections I made with other people. And like, you know, because when I was younger, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Nobody I knew in my life was going through that and like knew, could kind of understand where I'm going, what I was going through. Like, um, like I said, I was bullied a lot. I had even a teacher made the comment of like, because I was going through a lot of medical issues and uh, she called me absent Avery. And I was like, that's just awful. Even a teacher would make that kind of comment. Um, and, but like I said, the most, the most positive thing that has come out of this is connections with other people. Uh, and obviously being able to spread awareness of it and like, I don't know, make people more aware of it because it hasn't always been a really known thing. And I've loved being able to connect with other people. Again, I'll say that a lot. Connection is amazing. So you're from the States? I am from the States, from the How South. Has the US society helped you? I guess in the same sense of connectivity, I feel like me feeling less alone. I feel like, you know, like giving me power to like feel confident as, you know, some people don't, lots of people have like been like, you go girl, like you do what you wanna do. And like you say anything to, you know, to better yourself and, They've given me all that confidence, especially people I've connected to on Instagram mainly. Um, um, and just, yeah, people are, people can be really mean, but people can be really amazing too. And uh, to, um, yeah, help me have that confidence to just uh, spread the word and connect and find love with other people. And yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, it's just really, really important, isn't it? Community and connection and like looking at covid what happened there those two things were gone and everyone was just not everyone but most people were just bored didn't know what to do they didn't like it and i think equally like the um uk society here 
is just really, really important, isn't it? Yeah, connect, and especially because we're coming off of like two years of like everybody being locked down and we're all like stressed out, we're all bored, we don't know what to do. And like I made that video um, because I was craving that. I was craving like connection and I was bored. And I was like, what can I do to help people? You know, like I need to do something. I, um, and yeah, so I made the video and I got a good amount of response from it. I'm very grateful um, for that. But yeah, connection is amazing and it does help me feel better and it does help me feel less alone because I have felt alone for quite a while, honestly. Like when I was going through those younger years, I didn't know anybody. I was very different from a lot of people. I didn't have, I wasn't focused on the same things. I wanted to change the world. I was like, how can I make something of myself? And like, how can I make this world a better place, even though I was like seven or six years old. And I'm like, I have time, you know, I've realized that I've got time and I can, you know, really work to make something great, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And even if you're like 90 odd, 80 odd, you can still make a difference in the world. It doesn't. Um, yeah. Age is just a number. Age is just a number. You can do anything you want if you put your mind to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I hope you're sticking around with me for a long time because I will be doing this when I'm in a care home. Just um, <laughs> yes, I, and I, I just was say I absolutely love what you're doing though because I feel like this is such a beautiful way to like, you know, talk to other people and get other people's perspectives on how Turner syndrome has affected them. And I know that I'm very lucky because, you know, I'm one in twenty five hundred that survived. And I know that there's other Turner butterflies that have it a lot worse than I do. And mm -hmm. I want to be a voice for them. And people, I want to be a voice for people who aren't, who are, you know, maybe scared to do so and don't have that encouragement uh, to mm -hmm. do that. And I'm like, share your story because every story is beautiful. I don't care yeah. where you're from, who you are. Every story deserves to be told and everybody deserves to have the same playing field. And um, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, thank you. So, how has, what's your involvement in the U.S. society? I am a huge theater nerd. I love theater. I have done several shows. Uh, I am, like, I've got a couple of theater things behind me. Um, so, I do a lot of that. Um, I have been involved with, so, I started connecting with this incredible organization called Amelia Air Rescue. Uh, they are an incredible nonprofit animal rescue organization and uh it just kind of happened uh one of my favorite actresses her niece is the co-pilot the co-founder and she's a pilot and i ended up like connecting with all of them and even through the pandemic and that was a way i could like help because i a you know i wanted to like go volunteer uh and do a bunch of stuff and i was in the national honor society so and i didn't get to do that until after the pandemic and so it was really great for me to have that way of like connecting with them and helping them through the pandemic because it was they have operated mostly during a pandemic and yeah so uh i've loved getting to connect with them so that's the main thing really is being a cheerleader for them and helping them any way i can a bunch of theater stuff um in school mainly i do a bunch of school stuff as well how has the Turner syndrome u.s society helped you Oh, the society's helped me by, you know, feeling less alone and knowing that, like, there's other people out there going through the same thing that I am. And, like, just knowing that I'm not alone and that, you know, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, other people are really amazing to talk to. And, you know, people can be crazy and mean, but humans are awesome. And I am very grateful for the people that I've connected with on through this avenue of Turner Syndrome. Oh, good. There's a lot more good than bad up there. No, refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> so just, yeah. I'm just telling myself this for me as well. Yeah. But there is a lot more good than bad out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel I've always been told that the, you have to have, in order to have the good, you have, to get, you have to have the bad because you can't appreciate the good without the bad. And that goes for the same with like happy and sad and stuff like that. Yeah. Because then you wouldn't realize what good was unless you had the bad. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So. What's your most important message on tennis, The most important message is to know that you're loved and you're not alone and that there's people out there going through the same thing and that um, everything will be okay. I feel like people need to hear that everything's going to be okay because the world feels like it's going to crush your shoulders and just know that everything is going to be okay. And whatever tunnel you're in right now, there's always light and you're not alone. Um, and if you need someone, find someone to talk to. There's plenty of people out there. Um, and most importantly, I love you. I don't even know y'all, and I love y'all. So just know that you're loved, and there's people out there that care for you. What a beautiful message. I love that. I love that. Is there anything you'd like to add to this episode we haven't covered? Oh my gosh. Well, um, thank you very much for having me. I've had a lot of fun talking to you. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if I have anything else I haven't already said, but just know that being different is amazing. Being different is cool on everything about yourself. Um, and if you want it, go get it. That's all. That's all. Oh, I've really loved meeting you, Avery. So thank you so much. I have loved meeting you too, Emily. Thank you so much again for having me. And everyone listening, I'll see you next week. Thank you, Avery. Thank you. I really enjoyed that. And I hope everyone did as well. So day four of the six days of Tanners is Soprana talking to us about her experience of Tanners and what that means for her. So if you want to know more about Tanners, go to www.tss.org.uk or go back to my first ever episode of this podcast where I explain what Turner's is. I will see you guys tomorrow for Sopranos episode.